We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What's up, friends? Welcome into a quick edition of the Pack a Day podcast, a bonus episode, if you will. Jonathan Taylor, a member of the Green Bay Packers. Sounds crazy, right? Probably because it does seem crazy. Uh, I'm Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Let's jump into this conversation right away. Yes, there have been some news and rumors spinning around the internet, Twitter, etc., that the Packers were the mystery team in the Jonathan Taylor trade conversations. And it does sound like this was more than just Brian Gutekunst being in every conversation per Stephen Holder. Now, Ryan Wood also had a report that this didn't get to the GM level, that the Colts had some initial conversations with the Packers scouts. This does tend to happen where you have these initial conversations with lower levels of the organization before it escalates to the top. Who knows if it ultimately got to that point, if Goody was involved, if the scout told Goody and Goody kind of laughed it off, or if there were legitimate conversations between the Colts and the Packers, and if Jonathan Taylor could have been or might still be able to be a member of the Packers in 2023. Now, to be abundantly clear, I don't think this is ultimately going to happen, especially with where things are at right now. We'll go over that in just a moment. I'll also be crystal clear. I don't think that this is something that Green Bay should do. And we'll go over for a variety of reasons why that's the case. The first though, is that there was also a report today that the Colts expectations for their trade with Jonathan Taylor were basically insane. For instance, the report goes that they had conversations with the Dolphins and what they were asking for in return for Jonathan Taylor included Jalen Waddell. And that's just a complete non-starter all the way around. So if the Colts have these insane, ridiculous expectations for what they're going to get in return, not only are most teams just going to be completely turned off and say, ha see you later. 
we know the Green Bay Packers of all teams are not going to be the team that just ups the ante and goes above and beyond every other team to make that trade happen, right? So I don't think there is a huge level of realism here. Now, I do think Stephen Holder's reporting is probably correct. I do think there was some level of maybe mutual interest or conversation or whatever the case may be. I just don't think it's going to ultimately get past that point. So I don't see this going anywhere legitimate. Now, as to whether or not Green Bay should do this deal, listen, I'm not a huge person on the pay running backs a ton of money bandwagon. It's even worse when you have to trade capital and then pay them a ton of money. That's not a good way of doing business in the modern NFL, especially if the opposing team or the the team that you're trading with is asking for a ton in return. I just don't see that being the case. And also Green Bay is not necessarily in the place right now where they should be looking to do these type of deals you're looking at a team that is the youngest team in football. And Jonathan Taylor's still young. He's still 24 years old. So it's not like that completely counteracts where you're trying to build as a team right now. But they're also trying to get fiscally responsible and get some of those dead cap hits off the books and get some of their older veterans that have exorbitant cap hits off the books. So to, at this point, when you already have one of those crazy cap hits coming for, for Aaron Jones, to add another one with Jonathan Taylor, probably making him the highest paid running back in football after giving up significant capital to get him, this is just not the right timing for Green Bay as a franchise to be making that type of deal. So I don't think it's going to happen. And I certainly don't think that they should do it, but let's take a look at a couple reasons why Green Bay might be interested and why it could potentially make sense. The first thing I'll say here is I do think if there was a deal to get done, I don't think they're going with Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, and Jonathan Taylor in Green Bay this year, which means that they would have to trade either Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon in return. And if you look at the Colts where they're at as a team right now, Aaron Jones doesn't make a ton of sense for them. And I don't think Green Bay is going to trade away Aaron Jones. I just don't see that being the case. The obvious next person up is AJ Dillon, who's in the last year of his deal, hasn't really lived up to those second round expectations, is probably not going to be resigned next year if I had to guess, and could easily be included in that deal. Jonathan Taylor would have a $4.3 million cap hit. You would save $1.3 million by trading away A.J. Dillon. That net $3 million salary for this season is workable within the confines of where the Packers are at with their salary cap right now. So that's not a big deal. And like I said, I do think Dillon goes. And then if you look at that further, right? a duo of Aaron Jones and, and Jonathan Taylor, that could legitimately be a fantastic one-two punch. And I think how you navigate that is you have this year where they're a legitimate one-two punch where you give Jonathan Taylor a lot of the early down stuff. Aaron Jones comes in in more of the passing down situations and you make it that neither of them have to carry a full workload. We know Taylor's coming off an injury. You know, you certainly have always tried to keep it so that Aaron Jones doesn't have this massive, you know, 25 carry a game workload. I think this works out for both of them, keeps both of them fresh. And you always have a super dynamic running back on the field at all times. That's certainly not a downside. And then I think the other thing is with Jonathan Taylor and his age and him being still so young, if Dylan goes out in the trade and Aaron Jones is gone next year based on being 30 years old and needing to get off of that contract, now you have a legitimate star running back still at your disposal who can help you really tilt the field in your favor. And we'll talk about more on that in just a moment. The next thing is that it takes some of the burden off of Jordan Love. And I think that's important for his first couple years as a starter, the less you have to put on his plate, the better. And yes, you have Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, and that helps 
no question about it. But Jonathan Taylor is even a step up from that, especially if you team him with Aaron Jones. And I think some of the pony package stuff could work even better with both Jonathan Taylor and Aaron Jones on the field together. And even still, no matter what, like I said, you have one of those guys on the field at all times, and that makes you more dynamic and something that defenses constantly have to be cognizant of and aware of. And that's a benefit in and of itself. And if then teams are stacking the box to try to get and, and stop Jones and Taylor, that's going to make things a lot easier on your first time starting quarterback. And I think that could be a nice part of this and, and a nice piece of Jordan Love's progression is that he doesn't have to have it all on his plate. So that could potentially be a benefit. The next thing is you look at modern NFL defenses. We know the two high safeties. They're going to make it increasingly difficult to beat you with, or to, to you know, beat them with deep plays down the field. It's so hard to diff, you know, and difficult to complete those explosive plays down the field because those two safeties are staying high and they're just not giving it to you. So what do you need to do to get explosive plays? A, you need to run the ball and you need to be able to be explosive as a running team, which Jonathan Taylor certainly would help. And again, teaming with Aaron Jones as well. Hello friends, as many of you know, a few years back the Milwaukee Bucks were in the NBA Finals and I desperately wanted to go to Game 6 in Milwaukee to see them win the championship. As you can imagine, prices were insane and I kept going back and forth with different apps to try and find the cheapest tickets possible. I finally found them, clicked purchase, and of course they were gone. Goodbye Game 6 of the NBA Finals. Now thankfully, the day of the game I was able to find a ticket, but the entire thing was so expensive and way too stressful. I really wish I could have simply used Game Time to alleviate all of the stress and all of the hassle. I've started using Game Time app for purchasing all of my tickets, and I wish I would have done so sooner. From low prices to easy to find tickets to last minute ticket deals, the Game Time app is perfect for all of my ticket needs. Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and so much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code PACKADAY for $20 off your first purchase. That's code P-A-C-K-A-D-A-Y. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PACKADAY for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And then the other thing is you want to get that safety down in the box. You want to make it so that they can't play those two high safeties. And then that opens up things for Christian Watson, Luke Musgrave, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed down the field to try to get some of those explosive plays. So if you've got a, a Jonathan Taylor in there and teams have to put an extra guy in the box, now they're in single high safety. Now the, the, everything tilts in your favor on offense. You don't have those two high safeties. You can get some of the explosive plays down the field. And it really takes those explosive plays to ultimately try to beat teams in the modern NFL. It's, you know, it, it, it a lot of times takes guys like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, because you have to have those superstar quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, et cetera, to be able to win down the field and make those super tight window contested throws and get some of those explosives even when teams are playing too high. But if you're a team that can get them out of that too high shell, that can certainly be an advantage as well. And then you just look at the overall state of the offense at that point. A weapon group of Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, Luke Musgrave, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, that's pretty freaking fun, right? And if you want to take some of the burden off of Jordan Love, you surround him with a ton of playmakers and this would be in an effort to do that. So to be crystal clear one more time, I don't think they'll do it. I don't think it makes sense. But those are some of the reasons if you wanted to make the argument for it, that it could make sense. Why I'm more on the reasons it doesn't make sense. Here's a few. 
Number one, we talked about the Colts are likely asking for far too much. It's one thing if you want to be in the conversation and say, hey, you know, we're willing to throw something at you if you're, you know, just desperate to get rid of the guy. If they're asking for Jalen Waddle in return, you know they want something exorbitant and it just doesn't make sense at that point. So that's the biggest reason. Two is that Dylan and Jones are a more than serviceable one-two punch right now. And yes, maybe Dylan is in the last year of his deal and doesn't sign back. Maybe Aaron Jones has to come off that, you know, huge contract at 30 years old next year. You worry about running back next year. You can find running backs. We've seen it over and over and over. The running back draft looks good next year. Bring in two new draft picks next year if you have to. It doesn't always have to be veterans at that position and you can still find dynamic playmakers. So I don't think you need to worry about 2024 right now. And like I said, I think 2023, you have a more than fine one-two punch at Jordan Love's disposal. Number three, you want to get fiscally responsible and you want to get some of those big contracts off the books right now. You have a ton of young talent and you want to two, three years from now, open up that window where you've got all young talent and no huge contracts. And then right before they get their huge paydays, you can sign a ton of free agents and open up a really, really nice window. Adding a big time highest paid running back in football deal to that right now is just probably not the right timing. And to add on to that, you're not contending right now. This is the type of deal that you do if you're the Eagles, if you're the 49 not the 49ers because they have McCaffrey, but you know what I mean? Like you're looking at what are we one player away from maybe making that legitimate Super Bowl run. And if you are awesome, but Green Bay's not at that spot right now. The next is that, you, um, you know, from uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor's standpoint, he's not a dynamic receiver and he kind of fumbles a lot. And those are two really important things that you, if you're going to trade and make him the highest paid running back in football, you want a complete running back. You want somebody that stays healthy. You want a dynamic runner. You want somebody who can, uh, you know, catch the ball out of the backfield and be a dynamic receiver and takes care of the football. And two of those, really three of those things, he hasn't always stayed healthy. He's not a dynamic receiver and he fumbles a lot. And that, if you're going to give a ton of draft capital and a huge contract, he better be a picture perfect running back. And as talented and as awesome as Jonathan Taylor is, I just don't put him quite in that category to give that much up for that type of player. And then most importantly, just never overpay for running backs. It never turns out well. You always regret it later. And I think Green Bay would if they went with this decision ultimately, which is why I don't think they will. It's smart to be in the conversation. It's smart to see if you can maybe get him for pennies on the dollar and see if you could add something to your team. But I don't think either of those things are happening. It's not a smart move right now. I don't think it will happen. And by the way, Jonathan Taylor now on the PUP list, he will miss the first four weeks of the season. If you're interested, a trade could still happen, but likely won't happen until I would say probably closer to the trade deadline or after he has served his four weeks on the PUP list. Thanks for joining me for this bonus episode. That's going to do it for now. I'll see you guys soon, but until next time, and as always, go Pack Go. using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy take back your privacy with ipvanish vpn just one tap and all your data 
passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home, and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.